the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. What kind of people should we be? What kind of life should we live knowing that everything in this world will be destroyed one day? And knowing that we can't take anything with us to heaven except for people. That's the only thing from this world that will be in heaven. And Peter says, knowing that, how should we live? Of course, the answer is we should live for eternal things and not temporal things. And we should hold on loosely to the things of this world. When you're running a race, you're aware of your footing and what's going on around you. But you focus ahead, further down the course. You run with the end in mind, pacing yourself so that you can finish well. Well, today, Pastor Dan encourages you to live your life with the end in mind, setting your heart on things above, not on earthly things. You'll be reminded that since you can't take anything with you when you die, you should invest your time and energy in loving the people around you and pointing them to the Lord. Now, here's Pastor Dan in Psalm 73 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. This reminds me of Psalm 73, where the psalmist is envious of the prosperity of the wicked. And in Psalm 73, the psalmist talks about how everything seems to go well for the wicked. They never seem to suffer. They're always successful, even though they're prideful and violent and they mock God. They live a life of ease. And the psalmist says, I I look at the prosperity of the wicked and the ungodly And I think it doesn't really pay to be righteous. And he says, I tried to understand the prosperity of the wicked and it troubled me deeply until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. And so it is with the Babylonians for Habakkuk. The ungodly may prosper in this life and it may seem that they get away with things. But eventually, they will be judged by the Lord. The Babylonians will not get away with their wickedness forever. God will judge them. And look at what God says about the Babylonians in verse 5. Indeed, because he transgresses by wine, he is a proud man. And he does not stay at home because he enlarges his desire as hell, and he is like death and cannot be satisfied. He gathers to himself all nations and heaps up for himself all peoples. God tells Habakkuk that he sees what the Babylonians are doing. I I see them. I know what you're talking about, Habakkuk. In Psalm 33, it says, The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling, he looks on all the inhabitants 
of the earth. Nothing is hidden from God. And he sees the Babylonians and what they're doing. He says again in verse 5, they transgress by wine. Uh, If you remember in Daniel chapter 5, Belshazzar, the king of Babylon, has a big party with thousands of his nobles there. They're all getting drunk on wine. And then a hand appears and there's writing on the wall. Remember that? And the Babylonians will be conquered while all of the leaders of the nation are drunk on wine. And so wine will play a part in the destruction of Babylon. The Bible says wine is a mocker and strong drink a brawler. And whoever is led astray by it is not wise. The Babylonians were led astray by their consumption of alcohol. The Lord mentions their pride in verse 5. He says they were never satisfied. They were never satisfied with the number of nations they conquered or the, the riches they looted from those nations. They always wanted more. They never had enough. They were, they were greedy for more. And there are some people who just lust after the things of this world. They're never satisfied. They never have enough. They're always longing for more. They're always longing for the next thing, the next relationship, the next experience. Longing for more money, more stuff. The Bible says that we were created subject to vanity. Subject to emptiness. We all have this emptiness inside of us. And many people try to fill that emptiness with the things of this world. And really, the only thing that can fill that emptiness that is in all of us is a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's by design. We were created to find our satisfaction, our contentment, and our fulfillment in him and nowhere else. In verse 6, the Lord says, one day the tables will turn on Babylon. He says, will not all these take up a proverb against him, all these nations that were conquered by Babylon, and a taunting riddle against him and say, woe to him who increases what is not his, how long? And to him who loads himself with many pledges, will not your creditors rise up suddenly? Will they not awaken who oppress you and you will become their booty? Because you have plundered many nations, all the remnant of the, pl- of the people shall plunder you. Because the men's blood and the violence of the land and the city and all who dwell in it. Verse 9, woe to him who covets evil gain for his house, that he may set his nest on high, that he may be delivered from the power of disaster. Again, speaking of the Babylonians. The Lord says, woe to him who covets evil gain. The Babylonians coveted riches, the riches of other nations. If you're taking notes, you can jot down 2 Kings chapter 20. In 2 Kings chapter 20, the Babylonians sent a delegation of officials to King Hezekiah, the king of Judah. And while they were visiting, Hezekiah made the mistake of showing the Babylonian delegation all of the riches And his royal storehouse. Let me show you something. You're never going to believe this. Come take a look at all this stuff I've got. Well, because of that, once the Babylonians became aware of the riches of Judah, they wanted to conquer Judah. That actually brought Judah on Babylon's radar. And now they wanted to conquer. Babylonians were covetous. 
And the Babylonians believed they were so powerful and wealthy that disaster could never touch them. Verse 9. They thought their nest was set on high and out of the reach of other nations. No one can ever bring us down. The Bible says pride goes before a fall. And it's foolish to trust in yourself. It's foolish to trust in some security that you've created instead of trusting in the Lord. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It is wise to save. It's wise to plan for the future. But it is foolish to trust in those things and to make them your security. It is foolish to be so prideful that you think you are out of the reach of disaster. I would say one thing that we learned over the last two years is how quickly the entire world can be shut down. Trust in the Lord. Don't don't trust in anything else. Don't trust in anything that you've created for yourself or any kind of nest egg that you've created for yourself. Your nest is never out of reach. (laughs) It goes on in verse 10 to say you, you give shameful counsel to your house cutting off many peoples and you sin against your own soul. The greedy person sins against his own soul. First Timothy chapter six, verse 10 says for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, not money, but the love of money, the desire for money. There's nothing wrong with having money, but the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil from which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness And pierce themselves through with so many sorrows. He says, for the stone will cry out from the wall. And the beam from the timbers will answer it. The the empire of Babylon uh, that they created for themselves will cry out against them. Their greediness. Woe to him who builds a town with bloodshed. Who establishes a city By iniquity, the Babylonians, they built their empire on violence and on bloodshed and on iniquity. And that's just not sustainable for a nation. A nation that is built that way will not last. Remember, as we've said before, righteousness exalts a nation. So verse 13, behold, is it not of the Lord of hosts? Look what it says. That the people's labor to feed the fire and nations weary themselves in vain. Verse 13 is such a profound verse. It says all the people's labor is just fuel for the fire. And the nations exhaust themselves for nothing ultimately. In other words, what verse 13 is getting at is everything will burn one day. Everything will burn one day. Everything will go up in flames one day. Everything people work for will be fuel for the fire one day. Babylon was the greatest empire in the world in their day. Their their architecture, the architecture of Babylon, the beauty, the splendor was unmatched in the ancient world. And it's all gone. It's all gone. You can go look at broken fragments and pieces of Babylon and museums. And that's all that's left. Everything the Babylonians created for themselves was just fuel for the fire. And it amounted to nothing. Ultimately. 
I think that's a good reminder for us. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, it says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. This world and all the works that are in this world will burn up one day. Everything that mankind has built and created for himself, it's all going to go up in smoke one day. Melt with a fervent heat, it says. Peter goes on to say, therefore, since it's all going to burn, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be? And holy conduct and godliness. What kind of people should we be? What kind of life should we live knowing that everything in this world will be destroyed one day? And knowing that we can't take anything with us to heaven except for people. That's the only thing from this world that will be in heaven. And Peter says, knowing that, how should we live? Well, of course, the answer is we should live for eternal things. And not temporal things. And we should hold on loosely to the things of this world. And we should store up treasure in heaven. Not here on this earth. Now look at verse 14. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. As the waters cover the sea. God tells Habakkuk. Hey the glory of Babylon. It will not last. But the glory of the Lord will last forever. The Bible says that Jesus Christ will return to the earth one day in glory and great power. And the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. The Lord's going to have the last word, Habakkuk. It may look like the Babylonians are winning. It may look like the Babylonians are unstoppable. But they will have an end. And the glory of the Lord will fill the earth one day. He goes on in verse 15, woe to him who gives drink to his neighbor, pressing him to your bottle, even to make him drunk that you may look on his nakedness. Now this can be interpreted both individually and and nationally on an individual level. God rebukes the person who gets drunk and helps others to get drunk. You know, the person who promotes drunkenness, And then on a national level, many nations were intoxicated with Babylon's wealth and Babylon's power. And Babylon used that to humiliate other nations and to expose them and shame them. 
And God says Babylon will be humiliated and brought to shame. The cup of the Lord's right hand will be turned against you. He says in verse 16, you are filled with shame instead of glory. You also drink and be exposed as uncircumcised. You don't have a relationship with God. The cup of the Lord's right hand will be turned against you and utter shame will be on your glory. For the violence done to Lebanon will cover you and the plunder of beasts which made them afraid because of men's blood and the violence of the land and the city and of all who dwell in it. Uh, Nations in the Middle East, in the ancient world, they coveted the land of Lebanon because of the natural resources in Lebanon, in particular, the cedars of Lebanon. Uh, Today, the flag of Lebanon has a cedar tree in the middle of the flag. They, They were known for their great cedar trees. In the Old Testament, David's palace uh, and the temple were built with cedars from Lebanon and by craftsmen from Lebanon. And so in the ancient world, Lebanon was often conquered and then stripped of its cedar trees for building projects. The Babylonians went in, they conquered Lebanon, they they stripped out all the cedar trees to build their palaces and to build their temples to their false gods. And God says, here, you're going to be held account for that. Verse 18, what profit is the image that its maker should carve it, the molded image, a teacher of lies, that the maker of its mold should trust in it to make mute idols, Woe to him who says to wood, awake. (laughs) If you've got to wake up your God, you've got the wrong God. (laughs) To silent stone, arise, it shall teach. Behold, it is overlaid with gold and silver. Even so, in it there is no breath at all. The Babylonians were idolaters. And they believed that their Their idols, their gods gave them power and victory and battle. But God reminds Habakkuk here, hey, their gods are nothing. Their gods are not real. Their gods are not alive. There's no breath in them at all. They they can't speak. They can't do anything. They're not real gods. Now that brings us to verse 20. Look at verse 20. But in contrast to the gods of Babylon... The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Now Habakkuk was troubled by the direction his nation was going. And Habakkuk was troubled even more by the Lord using Babylon. Things looked bad and were getting worse. But God is in his holy temple. God is in his holy temple. God is on his throne in heaven. God is in control of all of it. Habakkuk, you don't need to worry about a thing. Habakkuk, you don't need to complain anymore. You don't need to question what God is doing. He's in his holy temple and all the earth can keep silent before him. Things may look bad to us. Things may indeed get worse. Like Habakkuk, we may ask, Lord, don't you see what's happening? How long, O Lord, until you do something? How long will you allow this to go on before you intervene? 
And maybe you're here and, and you feel that weight about something happening in your life personally. And the Lord says to you that he's in his temple in heaven. And he's on his throne. He's not in heaven pacing. He's not in heaven looking down going, oh no, I, di- I, didn't, I didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't see that coming. I'm just as surprised as you are to get that news. He's on his throne. He's on his throne in heaven. You know, Psalm 11 verse 4 says, The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven and his eyes behold. God sees you. He is in heaven. He's on his throne and his eyes behold. He sees your circumstances. He sees what's happening. He knows the news you received. He sees what's going on. And he says here, you can keep silent before him. You can be quiet because he knows. He he doesn't need you to tell him what's happening. Lord, don't you see? Don't you know? How long, oh Lord? He sees. he, He knows. You don't need to question him or complain. He sees. He's on his throne. He's watching. He's working. You may not see how he's working, but he's working. Now, here's what God does. Please give me your attention. Here's what God does. He gives Habakkuk a biblical perspective on everything that's happening in his life. He gives him a biblical perspective on all of his circumstances that he's complaining about, that he's worried about, that he's troubled by, that he's burdened by. Now, please note That the circumstances haven't changed. That the things that troubled him haven't been removed. All that has changed is his perspective. God has given him a biblical perspective on everything. And now that he has the right perspective, Habakkuk going into chapter 3, now Habakkuk stands in awe of God and worships. But nothing's changed except his perspective. And now he's in the same circumstances, but he's worshiping God. Look at verse 1 of chapter 3. A prayer, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet on Shiganoth. Do you guys know what a Shiganoth is? Neither do I. I have no idea. Most scholars don't know what this is. It's believed, listen, listen, it ble- listen. It's believed the word means that This is meant, what he writes here in chapter 3, this is meant to be sung as a song, but not just any kind of song. It is meant to be sung as a very impassioned, enthusiastic song. So think Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, right? You know when that's on in the car and you are just singing at the top of your lungs and you are rocking out to it? That's what a Shiganoth is. (laughs) Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed for Habakkuk. The country's still a mess, morally and spiritually. The Babylonians are still coming. The only thing different is Habakkuk's perspective. And now he is singing an impassioned, enthusiastic song, a Shiganoth. We laugh. But when you go through a trial, don't you want to be able to sing? To the Lord. He has- 
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Habakkuk, and he has more to share with you next time. If you'd like to talk to us some more about this teaching, you can reach us at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also get in touch with us by email. Go to calvaryec.com and look under the About tab. Click on Contact. Maybe you're looking for additional messages from this series. You can find them at calvaryec.com under the Media tab. If you're not connected with a local church, we encourage you to find a church family that will help guide and support you in your faith. And if you're in the area, please join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. For more details, visit calvaryec.com. If you'd like to submit a prayer request of something that's been on your heart, you can do that on our website as well. Just look under the Prayer tab at calvaryec.com. Our website is a great place to find out what we believe and get to know Pastor Dan a little more. So feel free to explore and learn at calvaryec.com. In our next edition, you'll have the opportunity to gain some additional things from this Old Testament book of Habakkuk. Pastor Dan has some more to share, so make sure you come back to hear more right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.